hey there, and welcome back to Black and White Podcast, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world. I'm your host, Denise Pass, author, speaker, worship leader, and today we are interviewing a very special sister in the Lord, otherwise known as the wife coach, Amanda Davison. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be with everyone today. Oh, well, we are thrilled to have you, sister. And let me tell you, I think a lot of marriages are going to be thanking you. A lot of women are going to be saying thank you for taking time out today. So, Amanda, I met you last year at the She Speaks Conference, and I was intrigued to hear about how God is using you to speak into the lives of women to heal their marriages. Can you share with us some of the projects you're currently working on and a little bit about what you do as the wife coach? Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, Well, currently right now, um, my goal is just, it has been and it is to just spread wisdom to wives. And so I'm doing that by highlighting other authors, uh, speakers, um, really wives who have wisdom to share. I want to highlight those, feature those, and Hmm. um, just bring them into the lives of wives So I'm doing that through Facebook Live um, video interviews. I'm doing that through my website and also just working on revamping my website so that it will be a hub for any wife to come and gain biblical wisdom to be able to walk their marriage out. So that's what I'm currently working on. Well, that is awesome. And you know, I think about the principle in the book of James where God says, if any of you lack wisdom, come and ask and he gives generously. And I think wives can often feel isolated and feel like, you know, where do we go for some of these tough questions we face? And maybe we're embarrassed to admit that we have them because I think there's this pressure that we have to feel like we have to have our marriages look perfect, right? Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I, I felt that same way and I didn't know where to go. So that's uh, part of the the mission that God has put me on is exactly that, to bring wisdom into the lives of wives um, who normally otherwise wouldn't know where to look for that or even um, possibly admit that they are wanting some wisdom so or direction. So I'm happy to be giving that. Well, I'll tell you, God definitely has you feeling a need in today's Christian family. And if I can ask you a question, what made you want to become the wife coach? Well, my own unhappy marriage, actually. You know, to be completely honest, I was married. I am still married to a, a great man, but I was very unhappy for a long time in, that ma- in my marriage. Hmm. And I was in grad school for marriage and family therapy. And I was learning techniques and tools. I was applying them to my own marriage and they weren't helping. Or if they did, they only did for a short period of time. So I was, I was very frustrated and I wanted more from my husband. Um, I, was, I just wanted him to love me more, help me more. Why couldn't he just hear what I wanted him to do and do it? And so I was convinced that I was convinced we maybe weren't meant to be married or we should no longer be married. And so um, in a story that's for a different day, um, I I finally quit trying my way and the Lord showed me uh, truly 
his way and, and what truly saves marriages. But at that time, I even had a relationship with the Lord, but I had no idea that, that the Lord was about to do a big work in my heart. So after really an in-depth study of God's word and his, what, what he says about marriage, mm. he put me on this journey then to be the wife coach. Awesome. You know, I find uh, even in my ministry that the greatest messages come from me struggling through something personally and meeting God in that place of pain. Mm -hmm. And then I'm transformed and then God can use us once we've been changed to be able to help others because we've seen his power in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so when I think about the core message of your ministry, it really is loving your husband, which is what today's podcast is about. And I think about the passage in Titus 2, verses 4 through 5. And so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Uh, You know, that, that passage has a lot in it. I don't think we could unpack it all today, but Amanda, how would you say wives are to love their husbands? You know, that's, it's a great question. I think naturally we want a checklist, right? Of tell me the 10 (laughs) ways. How can I do this and make it really simple so that I can just check off this list. And, you know, you, you said that that seems like it's the core message. I think it's the, it's the core draw for us wives um, Mm -hmm. to pull us into you know, I want something better that I don't have today. And I think I need to love my husband better, but I'm so unhappy or I I think he maybe needs to love me better. So, but where do I start? And so I would say that it's not necessarily the key or the core message of the ministry God's asking me to lead. It's, it's that in order to love our husbands well, Mm. which um, we should, it, it, it doesn't, the, the how-to behind that is, is really in loving Christ. And Amen. We, that's, that's the core message. I think there are many great resources out there. There are many great how-to books. There are many great um, self-help books, secular books, um, that point us to all of these other areas or draw us into changing certain aspects of our lives that no doubt benefit our lives, no doubt can benefit our marriages, but that's not the real answer. And it's the real how to uh, improve our marriage is really simple. And that's to draw near to the Lord. And it is mm-hmm. to love God with everything we have. If, if you want a better marriage, love God way more than you love anything else in your life. And that, that is the core message of um, the ministry that God has asked me to be a part of. Amen. Well, you know, uh, when I think about what has been handed down to us in this culture about how we are to love our husbands, it is obviously going to be very human focused, you know, and the emphasis yeah. is on, you know, what we can get out of that relationship rather than what we can give. But ultimately it is when we love God, and this is what we've been talking about all month here on the podcast, is that really loving other people, loving ourselves 
and loving our husbands is cultivated and centered around our relationship with God. That has to come first. But what do you think prevents wives from truly loving their husbands biblically? Do you, do you think that maybe fear holds us back? Absolutely. I think, I think there are many reasons as to, um, or excuses, I should say, as to why we don't really love our husbands well. Um, when, aside from seeking the Lord with everything we have, um, there are many reasons and excuses we give ourselves to justify that. We're busy. We're, um, we're, maybe we're discontent with how busy we are, but we're afraid to even change that. Um, our culture uh, feeds, you know, this message that, that we're just, uh, we need something in return. We need a reciprocal kind of love or we need our husbands. They should love us first. They should change their ways first before we give them love. So there, there's so many reasons why we, um, aren't doing this well. And I, I, even the church, you know, um, has given us messages that, um, aren't biblical or Mm -hmm. truth seeking. So there are many reasons, but yes, fear as well. I think one of the biggest pushbacks I get from wives and I was, I was this wife as well. So I get it. And I still, I still some days struggle with this is, you know, um, what about me, Amanda? You know, they'll hear me maybe speak or talk or write or whatever the case is. And, and I'll, I'll have wives come up to me afterward and say, I get it. I, I understand what you're saying. I should love unconditionally. I should seek the Lord. I should um, just um, love my husband and respect him and, and bless him. But what about me? Right. You know, and that I think is the core fear that if I do this for him, then what's in it for me? What if he doesn't do it for me? And I think it goes back to what you just mentioned of uh, rooting our identity in Christ. It goes back to um, maybe a fear of isolation, a fear of abandonment, of not being worthy enough. Um, we're afraid that if we do something for them, our husbands, that they might not do it for us, then what might that say about us? Maybe they don't love us as much as we thought. Maybe they, maybe we aren't as important as we thought we were. Um, maybe they won't help us with the housework because if I don't nag, how else is he going to do it? Like all of these fears, yeah. you know, so fear definitely has a part in that, um, Right. I think uh, the crux then really of what you're trying to get at is we are whole in Christ. When we look to our husbands to complete all of our desires, we end up disillusioned and questioning. And we feel like, oh, our marriage is a failure because we realize, well, we married a sinner. And if we look in the mirror, we see that he did too. (laughs) But ultimately, the reason we go to God and why, because some people could say that's such a simplistic solution, just draw near to God. But it is in drawing near to God that the discontentment you mentioned earlier is brought before him and God reveals to us our need of him first and foremost. 
And once we're whole in Christ, we're able to minister to our spouse freely because it isn't conditional. Okay. I, I can love you if you, if you do the, the chores, if you, you know, massage my feet, you know, that's the dread of my husband. Sometimes my feet are never happy. Okay. (laughs) But uh, traditionally though, here's a question I have for you too. When we think of the role of a wife, you know, uh, through all the years, about 30 years of walking with the Lord, heard a lot about women needing to submit. How, how do you answer that question? Because a lot of people think, hey, you know, you hear the phrase happy wife, happy life. And, and the wife hears, hey, if you just submit and, and respect, your husband's going to be happy. What do you have to say to that? It's, it's, a, it's a, a great question. I think we as wives... Yes, we've we've heard that message, um, and many his, historically speaking, many theologians, churches, pastors have have started this conversation in Ephesians five verse twenty two. Wives submit to your husbands. Um, when in fact, uh, Ephesians five starts a verse earlier in verse twenty one, um, and that says submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So that is the foundation for which the rest of Ephesians 5 plays out. Amen. When we talk about submission, it can so easily cross the line um, uh, into an area that is unbiblical, that is unhealthy, that oppresses um, women. And so we've got to, we've got to pay attention to what, God's heart is for us in marriage and outside of marriage, but that is for unity Mm. and equality. And so submission, yes, it's our job as wives. It's our job as husbands. It's our job as children of God to submit to Christ, period. And so when we have a dual submission and we have, my husband and I have heard it said a submission competition that I want to be so, so submitted to Christ that I am so in tune with whatever he has for me and for you and for us and our family. That is the focus that, that we are, yes, we are called to submit to Christ. And that is, that's our calling. And, um, and that's what I focus on and that that's our goal. And for my husband and I both, that's, that's, that's our job, really. Um, we want to be, we're submitted to Christ. Um, we want to honor him in everything we do, period. That's pretty simple. Um, all the details after that, I, I really, I'm not even going to pretend like I, I have answers for that. I, I, however, I do know the foundation for Ephesians 5, and that's verse 21, and, and that is submitting to one another um, out of reverence for Christ. Well, you know, and it's a beautiful thing, too. I just think about our Savior choosing. He was king over all and choosing to come down and wash our feet and die for our sins. And so I think we're afraid that serving someone else and, and submitting and being humble in that, that, that humble approach that we lose ourselves. But yeah. the, the great irony is that when we do that, that has a way of just incredibly building up our marriage. 
You know, it's, it's preferring the other person over ourself. And, you know, if we are going into it thinking, well, what can I get out of this? If I am willing to do this, I want to know that I'm going to get something back. And, you know, Christ just perfectly set that example that our happiness, our contentment is actually found in serving because it's dying to self and it's, it's walking in the spirit. So, um, you know, the other thing I'm thinking about in defense of the Bible and, you know, God's plan for marriage, sometimes people think Christian marriage must be boring. If the Christian marriage is all about roles and submitting or loving when it is hard to do so, that doesn't sound attractive to our fast-paced society that's all about me. But mm-hmm. it is so very attractive when we think of this kind of radical love that is unconditional passionate and others centered it is christ-like and the most fulfilling love there is it is beautiful because it is the close marriage is the closest human relationship we will experience that gives us it's the big challenging relationship we will have here on earth to where we get to actually put into practice jesus's love And so it's almost like this gift to us and and a challenge to us saying, how are you going to do this? How well do you know me? How, how much do you want to, to learn about my ways? And are you willing to try it my way? You know, um, it's, it is the most challenging and most rewarding relationship we we will get to experience it it requires the most amount of forgiveness the most amount of grace the most amount of love of serving when you don't want to and it's it's um, hard and yet it's beautiful because there's no other relationship here on earth to where we will have that intimacy human earthly intimacy here that reflects Christ's love for us. And, and mm-hmm. even if, I will caution, even if your spouse isn't doing that for you, you get to do that for them. You get to be that for him. And, and so it is such an awesome opportunity. It is exciting. It's a challenge that we get to step in and push into the Holy Spirit for help and guidance and how to do that because it is hard, but it is so awesome and amazing. Well, I just really have appreciated this time with you. And, you know, this may end up being two episodes, (laughs) Uh, but I felt it was important. This is an important topic. Um, And so, you know, thank you all for being with us. And I pray that as you seek to love and honor your husband, that you will go to God first. God is able to equip you and to enable you to love your husbands in a way you never thought you could. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.